everybody and welcome to the next episode of React Native Show. Today we are here to talk about React Navigation and today I have two very special guests working with me at Colstack, Satya and Mateusz. So guys, before we start, how about you just introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Hello everyone, I'm Satya. I am a front-end developer at Colstack and I also work on React Navigation. I have worked with libraries uh, such as React Native Paper, and React Native Tab View. And I have been working here for almost like more than three years. And uh, I'm very excited to, to be in the podcast today and to talk about React Navigation, the new version, and discuss everything about it. Hi. Okay, so I'm Matt. I'm a React Native developer here at Coolstack as well. Uh, I work with React Navigation for over a year now, and uh, I was uh, using React Navigation from for this year. Uh, well, I also uh, had uh, the opportunity to work on uh, React Native Paper Docs uh, about uh, theming with navigation, uh, which gave me a nice opportunity to learn a little bit more about React Navigation. Awesome, cool. Thanks, guys, uh, for introducing yourself. Again, I'm very excited that we are here regarding this finally because, you know, some people may not know the story behind this podcast, but we tried so many times. And actually, there is a construction happening at my building right now as we speak. So it's quite a challenge, but I hope we'll uh, make it happen. So uh, before we start and before we get to the point what, to talk about React Navigation, how about we, you know, stop for a second to talk what React Navigation really is. Uh, for those who haven't heard about it, where does the idea for React Navigation uh, comes from? Uh, and what is uh, you know, its biggest selling point? Yeah, so React Navigation is like a navigation library. Uh, what it does, it lets you manage screens in your app because every app is built of several screens and you want to switch between those screens, have animations, have UI like tab bar and drawer. And React Navigation is a library which has uh, built-in elements for all of those things so that you can easily implement navigation in your app without having to write all of that code by yourself. So you can compare it to React Router on web but the difference is React Router provides any, uh, only logic and React Navigation provides both logic and UI on top of it. And it implements the native uh, patterns like uh, we have a drawer on Android or bottom tab bar on iOS and we have a sliding tab bar on Android and a stack navigator with, uh, with uh, normal screen transitions between screens. So, that's what React Navigation is. So the idea of React Navigation uh, was like, came way before, like very long ago. When React Native first launched, there was a navigator called uh, Navigator, basically. And that was a pure JavaScript implementation. And there was also another navigator built in into React Native called Navigator iOS and it was a native implementation but it only worked with iOS. So we had these two options Navigator and Navigator iOS and Navigator iOS provided a fully native navigation but it was only available on iOS. Navigator provided a JavaScript implementation and it was cross-platform but there were some uh, fundamental uh, 
problems with that. So the problem was it wasn't using the animated API. So due to that, it could never use the native driver. And that means animations will always be in JavaScript and they will not be as performant as they could be. And it was also not very customizable. So uh, to fix that, Eric Vishanti, who was working at Facebook back then, he came up with a new idea. So he built something called Navigation Experimental. It was uh, way, way more feature-rich than Navigator, but it was very low level. So it gave you the pieces to build a navigation library. And you had to assemble those pieces, write your own logic on top of it, and use it. It only provided, provided you with animations uh, without any logic on how you want to manage those screens. So it was cool. Uh, I had used it in a couple of apps when I was working on it. I mean, I was working on my apps. And while it was uh, very, very useful and very, uh, very flexible, it was a lot of custom code that we had to write to implement it. So it wasn't ideal. So the next thing was X Navigation, which was from Expo. Uh, it was built by Adam Miskevich, and it was also maintained by Brent Watney. Uh, X, Navigate, X Navigation was built on top of uh, Navigation Experimental, but it provided a very nice API to manage your navigation code. Uh, so you didn't have to write as much. And before X navigation, the only thing we had was a stack navigation. So we had screens and we switched between those screens. So what X navigation brought to the table is it provided a lot of different patterns. It didn't have only stack navigator. It has a tab navigator. It had a drawer navigator. And like this is how um, you can see it, like this is the first uh, version of React navigation. I mean, not. Uh, Codes, but the spiritual uh, first version of React Navigation. And uh, in addition to X Navigation, there were also some other libraries. Like there was a native navigation library for, from Airbnb, uh, which is now no, no longer maintained. There is also another native navigation library from Wix. So uh, since uh, the Airbnb version was no longer maintained, the Wix uh, native navigation library is uh, like the most uh, popular native navigation library right now. And we had X navigation with that. Uh, but uh, X navigation was maintained by Expo. So they wanted to like build something for the community and make it even more flexible than uh, it was. So some developers from Expo and Facebook and community came together to start a new navigation library called React Navigation. It was also built on a navigation experimental, but it has a completely new API, which was very simple and easy to use with providing a lot of functionality. So that's how React Navigation started and over the years, React Navigation has evolved a lot and it, had be it has become the most popular navigation library 
uh, in the community. Nice. Thank you, Satya, for you know this. Um, yeah. Nice. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, no, I just wanted to um, to add my my experience so when I was first uh, working with React Navigation. It was right after I was introduced to the to the entire React Native ecosystem. So you know, I was uh, a bit overwhelmed, but uh, a lot of different things. And React Navigation was sort of a familiar face because uh, it's also uh, has a component based syntax like most popular uh, routing libraries on the web. So I appreciate the ad at the start. Then it has a couple of very interesting built-in options like draw and stack navigators which cover some basic use cases for recognition when you are trying to write your first app. That's, that's the reason I would recommend any newcomer to the React Native world to, to try it out. Yeah, I actually, you know, uh, wanted to say that, you know, I really kind of share uh, the same experience as you, Mateusz, with, you know, React Navigation. And actually, I wanted to thank Satya for doing this very, um, very deep uh, history on React Navigation that kind of reminded me of all my struggles with navigations uh, ever since I built my first React Native app, you know, <laughs> starting from Navigator. That's been like four years before I go. Uh, yeah, that's, that's been a you know, crazy time. And I also remember, you know, when Navigation Experimental launched uh, with, you know, the component-based sort of uh, syntax, that was the, the first, I guess, Navigation uh, to have it. It was, you know, so different, uh, almost like you were about to switch from classes to functions, you know, like I couldn't wrap my head around it, how, how to even do it, but <laughs> looks like the paradigm over time, um, uh, you know, became, uh, became most popular. And actually, um, just just wanted to ask um, about the popularity itself, because as you, Satya, said, uh, and Mateusz, you maybe have uh, made some choices before uh, as to which library to choose. React Navigation, when it was released, it wasn't the, the only navigation. It wasn't uh, just replacing the, the navigation experimental and nothing more. There were actually other libraries, as you said. And so um, I'm, I'm just wondering, um, how did that competition ended up being? Uh, was React Navigation uh, a uh, superior library from the very beginning? Or do you as maintainers and, and community builders had to sort of fight for it, um, advocate for it? How did that happen that React Navigation became you know, the sort of, sort of recommended library? So, uh... You know, like the most important part of a library is documentation. And I think the reason React Navigation became so popular because we focused on like improving the documentation a lot because um, we, we spent a lot of time just to uh, have like tutorials in the tutorial format and just not have API reference like uh, most libraries do. Because when beginners come to a library, the first thing they're looking for are tutorials. They're not going to read the API docs and figure out how to string them together, right? So I think that was like the most uh, important part of why React Navigation became popular. And another thing is since React Navigation was built with JavaScript, we were able to iterate very fast on it and add new features and fix bugs very fast than we would have been able to if it was fully native. 
so I think that gave us an edge. Cool, makes 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 all sense, and 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 I totally agree. And by the way, uh, really, you know, wanted to thank you and and the whole React Navigation team for, uh, you know making it such a strong part of the of the library itself um tutorials and stuff like that you know uh i've been also reading these docs quite quite often uh, just to learn about some uh patterns so uh that's really appreciated uh cool um so we can maybe slowly go to the main topic of today's podcast which is actually talking about react navigation v5 which is your latest latest that we will probably explore uh in details in a second but before we do it um <clears throat> I quickly wanted to touch base on something that you said before regarding animations. Uh, since you said that you know many people were looking for um, amazing animations and were not happy with the JavaScript animations offered by you know Navigation Experimental or Navigator iOS and all these libraries, uh, I kind of wanted to check what's the animation story of React Navigation v5. Uh, I think that there are some changes that you might want to tell us about, but you know I'll leave that. Uh, secrets uh, up to you. Definitely, Mike. So, uh, React Navigation, when it started, it was built entirely in JavaScript. And uh, which was, like, as I said, it was very, very beneficial for faster iteration for us. But uh, eventually, we realized that we cannot just do JavaScript based animations because. Uh, sometimes they wouldn't be as performant. And um, when we started React Navigation, animated uh, the animated API from React Native had only JavaScript-based animation, which uh, which means any any other uh, expensive task you do in your app could block that animation and it could cause a choppy experience. So we wanted like smooth animations without any uh, if drop frames and we wanted it to like feel feel good so the uh, first thing we did is we might we migrated to the native driver so we had to completely rewrite the architecture to do that because uh, our old code relied on javascript based animation a lot so we had to re-architecture stuff a lot to make sure that for every animation, we use native driver. So th that's the first thing we did. And another thing we did is incorporate gesture handler and reanimated. So gesture handler and reanimated help you to build completely native, uh, native driven gestures and animations, which also helped us uh, avoid JavaScript based animations. Our door navigator is built with reanimated and it it made us made it very smooth earlier it was implemented with uh, like javascript animations which means there was lag whenever you swipe it so that was the second thing we did then another thing we focused on is like we just didn't want to have everything in javascript we wanted to build a hybrid approach so for some navigators, we thought, okay, JavaScript makes sense for this, but we should also have some native options. So recently we did two, two navigators, which are implemented in native. So there is a new native stack navigator, 
which is fully native uh, native web stack navigation it is like the wix native navigation but you can use the react navigation api instead of a uh, wix native navigation api so this native uh, stack native stack is from react native screens and it provides very similar api as the javascript based stack uh, and it has uh, a bit less customization from the javascript stack but you get full native experience and another another navigator we recently migrated to native backend is uh, material top tabs which provides you a sliding tab experience on android and ios so we migrated it to use view pager library which is a completely native implementation using the native api to implement swipe so yeah uh, these two navigators uh, are completely native which are very useful for performance critical apps and if you want more customizability and your app doesn't have very expensive things you can just use the javascript stack which uh, which works quite well unless uh, like you have very heavy screens everywhere so yeah that that was our approach to summarize use native driver then you gesture handler and reanimated and then use a mix of javascript and native apis to build our navigators yeah amazing thanks for thanks for explaining that and actually um i have to tell you that you know uh, I'm, I'm so happy that you know these uh long discussions about animations are now going to be uh, over, you know, uh, there were so many people always, uh, you know, discussing whether React Navigation's approach to re-engineer J uh, animations in JavaScript was correct. I remember, you know, long pull requests of people reverse engineering Apple uh, animation curves and interpolations just to make it look native. And now we have best of both worlds the JS API and, and native, um, you know, uh, sort of animations. I think this, this aligns very nicely with the React Native power itself. So that's great. Uh, I have to tell you that, you know, um, I, I wasn't really bothered by the animations. Like myself, I didn't have many issues with the performance. I usually had some fixes and hacks, you know, <laughs> that I applied from, from time to time. Uh, what was a bigger problem to me personally was this, uh, this, the, this, 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 this static API. Uh, so in other words, you know, I was unable to control the appearance of my header, for example, from, the, uh, from within the component. And so um, that was a big problem for me. And I know community was also uh, suffering from that. Uh, was there any development in that area as well uh, within the React Navigation V5? Yeah, you know, that was a very like big issue and a very requested feature to have dynamic API. Uh, because of the static API, you could not like use uh, themes, you could not uh, do dynamic translations. Uh, it had a lot of limitations, which means you could not do what you wanted to do. So with the static API and the static architecture, it wasn't easy to like just change it to dynamic architecture because it was a fundamental implementation issue. So what we had to do, we had to like rewrite everything. Uh, yeah, rewrites are probably not the best, but in this mm -hmm. uh, scenario, there was no other options because the fundamentals of the navigation library was tied to static static api
So with React Navigation 5, we, we focused on this dynamic, um, dynamically configuration problem and we rewrote the navigation and we built a new component-based dynamic API. So instead of uh, providing an object which is called at the top of the JavaScript file, now you render components and provide configuration via components, which is very useful because since everything is component, you can just use like normal React state to control which screens are rendered. So you could fetch a list of screens from your server, for example, and show a list of tabs uh, using that fetched list. And you could also dynamically update the header. You can translate everything based on the value in the context. You can apply themes. And yeah, we also have native support for themes. But yeah, it is a new possibility offered to us by dynamic approach. So yeah, React Navigation 5 was a complete rewrite focusing on dynamic, uh, dynamical configuration. And we want, we really wanted to solve this problem that community had, and like I think we delivered, and I'm very proud of that. Okay, thank you, Sadia, for 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 answering this. Actually, you know, when you were answering, I just reminded myself that I re I do remember your talk at React Native EU with uh, Osadni, um, which is a uh, friend of, of of all of us, I guess, uh, who's been working with you on the React navigation, and you had this nice slide where you demonstrated how static API was changing to uh, components. And uh, when I saw it for the first time, I didn't really know what was you know, about to happen. I was like, how is this possible because of those fundamental problems that you said? So I'm, I'm really excited to see this being you know, uh, stable and, and now um, ready for, for, for the broader use. Um, cool, so, so what do we have now? We have components-based um, uh, everything <laughs> and we do have um whole new animations and, and native na native uh, stacks uh, so what what else is inside react navigation v5 that uh you know we should be aware of there's probably tons of it if that was a complete rewrite so um i'm curious to hear, learn about all of these well uh, the component based api was the biggest one and we also introduced some apis to simplify updating options. For example, we have a new set options API, which allows you to update the title or update the like header or any options in navigators. And in addition to that, we have a new theming API. So you can just uh, define some colors, say your brand colors, so it will be automatically used by React Navigation to implement every UI element. And so you don't have to replace every component like you had to do before. So I think that was also one very useful feature. And in React Navigation v5, we introduced uh, a rewrite of Stack Navigator based on React Native Gesture Handler, which, uh, which introduced a lot of new animations. And now you could change animations for, for every screen and you had a new animation for model presentation uh, animation on iOS, which was pretty cool. So yeah, that, that was also one big part of it. And we also had a drawer navigation based on the animated and gesture handler, which was also added in, uh, I mean, it was not exactly in V5, but it was very close to that. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, also we had a new deep linking API, which is Yay. also cool um, because now you could customize a lot of things and we could also specify, for example, a, a 404 page in your app if you don't match a URL. Another thing we did is like we implemented new hook-based APIs so you can use what everything <laughs> function components with hooks you don't have to write those hoc's anymore and we also simplified the event system which wasn't working very well in v4 and now it's very simple you just add the event listener and it's a familiar event based api that you are used to on web nice so yeah that that's it when you said when you said uh, you know uh, that you simplified uh, the event uh, emitter and, and the events and now it's just simple and and and, and you know you, you were looking for the word I had in my brain Steve Jobs saying works like magic that's why I started laughing you know but uh, <laughs> I guess I guess you know that's also probably a right answer to it um, uh, I think you yeah. could say that for the hooks they work like magic. Yeah, yeah. That's, actually, that's actually that's actually a very very uh, popular opinion actually right now I guess. Um, cool. So that sounds like a lot of changes, and actually, you know, I'm I'm, I'm like myself very excited about them. I have to say that um, I also struggled with you know these uh, the static APIs had the static API had always problem with choosing the right transition per screen. I remember, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, was it React Navigation v5 or v4 when you reached out to me about my Reason ML navigation? Um, I guess you asked me about some of my prototyping I did there because it was components. Yes. Yeah, but yes, I remember that. Like, I reached out to you when like, it was still React Navigation 4, but that's, that was just a start, and we were still working on it, and uh, like, I think uh, we implemented it in uh, the Revolt navigation. Yeah, 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 that's how it was named. Yes, and uh, this API also gave me a lot of ideas on how, how we could implement that. And then we implemented in React Navigation stack, which was released as part of React Navigation v5. Cool. That's that's you know like um I feel proud, <laughs> uh, and actually maybe this is a good moment to to you know um pass greetings to actually other people that work in the Rebuild navigation as well, and and that was at least from the people I know right now, um, Mateusz Zatorski and Czysty, and you know everybody else uh, that committed to it. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, sadly not stable, but who knows. Um, cool. Okay, back to React Navigation. Uh, so Satya, that, that's that's a lot of a lot of changes, and, and and they all sound exciting. So maybe it is a good moment now to ask Mateusz about uh, you know like um, how does this sound in practice? There there might be people listening to you know us now and be like, Haha, there's gonna be again so many breaking changes. I hate this uh, you know release cycle again. But actually, Mateusz did a huge upgrade to React Navigation. Uh, v5 so he uh, may have some interesting thoughts here I guess or maybe not yeah. but let's hear <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll see uh, okay yes uh, there's a lot of changes uh, in how we do things but in my opinion for the better 
like uh, Satya mentioned, uh, there is a, a greatly improved uh, event system, uh, like uh, the amount of uh, navigation events is cut in half. Now you are working only with blur and focus. Uh, on top of that, you have a very handy uh, use uh, focus hook, which basically uh, takes away from you the responsibility to set up and unclear listeners by yourself. So it uh, really helps you out uh, in, uh, in a daily use of your components. Uh, there is, um, I, I have to add that there is one uh, great feature that we love, um, even though it's uh, experimental now for V5. Um, it's called state persistence, um, uh, which uh, lets you to uh, keep the navigation state uh, in, even after refresh. Uh, so that, for example, you are working on a certain uh, screen when you are uh, making some changes, you need to refresh the app and uh, you are there again. You don't need to uh, perform like X number of steps to get to the uh, deeply nested state you want to really work on. So it uh, has already saved me a lot of time and uh, I really am grateful for that, uh, for the entire team. Uh, and uh, back to the project update. Uh, first thing, you definitely should estimate it uh, very carefully <laughs> because uh, uh, like uh, when uh, on the first look, uh, it uh, seems pretty straightforward. Like a lot of uh, things can be uh, fixed with a simple global search and replace like uh, the packages names are changed, etc. But um, in reality, it can get a bit too complex. Uh, you have to um, uh, like get used to, to the way uh, you are consuming the current navigation screen state. It's uh, separated to the uh, route object, which has uh, its hook, so it's uh, really nice. But it's uh, um, like uh, a bit of work to uh, to change it in your in your components. Of course, it depends on your surgical senses and uh, uh, and how big your code base is. Uh, another thing that you really should have in mind uh, is that uh, if you care about accessibility, and I think you should. And on Android, we have experienced uh, a bit of strange behaviors and talkback. So. We are working with navigation team to get to the bottom of this, but you definitely should uh, check it out. Like you, you know, because we should uh, uh, all care about this aspect of our apps. Uh, well, another thing I wanted to add uh, is that uh, this uh, big change of uh, setting dynamically in React hooks, uh, like elements in the header. Etc. It opens uh, a lot of uh, new possibilities uh, for your app. Uh, you should uh, definitely use it. Um, but in the end, I think uh, it can turn out to be a lot of work, but the payoff will be huge, in my opinion. So, great. Nice. Work. I have to. I have to say, Mateusz, when I saw your pull request, uh, or when I actually. Uh, actually, I, I guess I was just randomly passing and I saw it or, or maybe somebody told me. But anyway, when I realized that, you know, uh, like so many lines of code were changed and the div was so huge, uh, I was like, I was like totally, totally, um, you know, excited as well as feeling really proud of, you know, you and, 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 and you know, honestly, I have to say that, you know, going through such a uh, huge upgrade actually is, is, is crazy effort. Uh, I, I, I'm really afraid. I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid. Sorry, um, <laughs> it, it sucks, but I can say it that way. Um, 
Um, I'm sorry, but we can't disclose the name of the client, but you know, it's a huge app. Uh, so, you know, doing it on such a scale was a really brave move. And actually one thing that uh, I didn't ask you before um, regarding the upgrade itself is since, you know, the, the components, uh, component based API is so different and you said it opens up a lot of new opportunities. Um, I'm curious, when you were doing the upgrade, did you only focus on doing the um, rewrite and making it, you know, um, just compatible or you were actually looking at pieces to, to rewrite, optimize, and, and you were also doing that at the same time? I'm, I'm just curious if, uh, you know, while doing the upgrade, you also kind of took full advantage of the of the API or this is something that will be handled in the future because it is, you know, uh, such a broad topic. Well, during this um, uh, this upgrade, uh, we actually um, utilized this uh, occasion to uh, greatly simplify our navigation setup. Uh, um, essentially, uh, it wasn't in a very uh, good uh, shape, but um, uh, using those uh, new features, like you mentioned, uh, greatly simplifying component-based uh, API, uh, it turned out to be a great opportunity to uh, cut the complexity on uh, both uh, because we have a split uh, set up on iOS and Android uh, to make it more understandable to our teammates. So it was a really nice experience, but a bit of work um, uh, in the spot. I would have to get to credit Adam Szynski from uh, Colstack as well because yeah. His work on this upgrade was uh, tremendous, and uh, he should be mentioned in uh, in this uh, spot uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, Adam is the best, and uh, he also did a lot of work on it. So, uh, Adam, good job on it. Um, we love you. We yes, and we will get to you in a second when I ask uh, another question. But I just wanted to wrap up the upgrading part by saying, you know. Uh, Maybe it sounds like it is a lot of work and it is very hard, but see, we convinced Mateusz still to join us on a podcast to talk about it. So it means that he still likes React Navigation even after doing the upgrade. So uh, that is a that is you know a good uh, sign on its own. Um, cool. So uh, the, 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 you know what I wanted to talk about now, since we also mentioned Adam, so it's good to have all of us here, is, you know, uh, you, you guys going to be happy that uh, there might be another React navigation coming up in the future. I mean, it will for sure, because Satya is always on the lookout for a better APIs. Uh, so Satya, tell us, uh, shall, shall, shall we prepare for another major upgrade anytime soon? And if yes, uh, w what is likely to change and, and why? Well, uh... Actually, I just uh, released a uh, pre-release version of React Navigation 6. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a like, major version, but there are not a lot of changes regarding the base API. I mean, you still have the component-based API, but we just refined some things and fixed some things and made some things more consistent so that uh, you have like more flexibility when you do things. Uh, I can tell you about some of the highlights of the release. Please do. Definitely. So <laughs> first thing, uh, I think the first biggest change is that when you navigate to a new screen in the previous version, 
Uh, I mean, by previous version, I mean like all versions before six, like from React Navigation one to five. If there was a screen and you navigate to that screen with some params, those params were being merged with the existing one. But a lot of people were confused about it, and a lot of people preferred that they should not be merged. So we finally changed it so they are not merged by default. Of course, you still have the option to merge them if you need it, but by default, they will not be merged. And another thing we did is that we changed the models, uh, model animation by default on iOS. Now the model animation uses the presentation style on iOS by default. And on Android, there was no animation for, no special animation for models, but we, have, we now have a new slide up animation for Android on models. And we also did uh, the same for the drawer. Now the drawer has a new default animation on iOS so that it matches most of the apps uh, which are in iOS because before the drawer on iOS felt like Android drawer. Now yeah. I, I think it feels more like iOS drawer due to the change in animation. And another biggest change we did is now uh, the drawer navigator and the bottom tab navigator render a header by default. So it's, it's a big, uh, big change in my opinion, because earlier, if you wanted a header, you yeah. had to nest a stack navigator inside a row navigator or inside a tab navigator inside each screen. Even if you had like only one screen, you needed like whole new navigator for that. So that was something I wanted to change. And that's why, that's why now every drawer or tab navigator screen renders a header by default and it has all yeah. of the same options as Stack Navigator. So yeah. Now I lost, now I lost, uh, you know, because of that change, I lost one mm -hmm. of my uh, tricky hacks that I always yeah. uh, had, you know, like Nest, Stack Navigator, Inside yeah. Drawer, and everybody was like, wow, how did you make the header? <laughs> yeah. No longer no, needed. No more hacks. So yeah, wow. that, that will be, I think that will be a welcome upgrade for you. Mm. And the next thing we did is, uh, we simplify some of the options. Now with tabs and drawer, you can customize more things like per screen. Earlier there were some props you used to pass to the navigator. So you had to configure it globally for the whole navigator. Now you can configure them per screen. And the next thing is now material top tabs navigator has a, has this native backend based on ViewPager. That's also I think very good chance because now you'll have like fully native experience for the yeah. sliding experience. And lastly, we have a new library called uh, Elements. It's basically it's basically a UI component library, and it contains the components we use in React Navigation. So, for example, uh, it exports a header, a header back button. Uh, it exports a platform traceable component, which is basically a cross-platform traceable component, which has different behavior based on the platform. And we'll be adding more components, you know, like eventually as we like work on it. But I, I think like for now, it's a like very good opportunity for us to like have more integrated components for the navigator so that you don't have to implement everything by yourself. 
over and over again, you know. Yeah. So yeah. So that's all for React Maven 6 for now. And uh, it's right now in pre-release. You can try it out by installing React Navigation slash whatever the package name is, and you tag with at the red next, and it will uh, install the pre-release version. And we'll probably have even more features before stable release and bug fixes. So make sure <laughs> to open issues. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, that's 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 exciting, and that's um, you know uh, like the 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 speed at which you are releasing these libraries, these iterations, and they are so huge. Each one of them is just unbelievable, and you know so so congratulations to you and and to the entire React Navigation team for making this happen. I haven't tried it yet, but listening to you describing all of these improvements and and checking boxes of the things that I remember were the issue for me when I was doing a lot of applications uh, regularly. Uh, it's, 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 you know, it's just pleasure. It just makes me so excited. And, and, and uh, that's, that's the general impression I have right now, actually, after this podcast, to be honest, that, you know, uh, the community and React Native is like changing so much. Uh, I, I, I've been already developing React Native for five years and I don't want to go back. Like I, I, I don't want to go back three years ago to these navigators and you know, like where we are right now with React Navigation. Like if we started like this, we wouldn't know how lucky we are. You know, like uh, <laughs> these libraries are like the the, the React Navigation uh, V5 and V6 are really really looking great. So thanks. Satya and 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 React Navigation team once again for working on it and um, and actually I guess that wraps it up. We talked through all of the features of React Navigation V5, React Navigation V6, and how to upgrade to React Navigation V5 from uh, the previous version. So I guess um, that wraps it up. Uh, and and guys, I really wanted to thank you for joining and spending uh, this one hour over one hour for recording and undergoing some technical issues. Now you have five minutes to greet your family and you know like whatever you want. Uh, the air is yours, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't think my family will be watching this podcast. But <laughs> Maybe they yeah. should. I can I can send them. I can send yeah. them the link. Okay. Um, I mean. Jokes aside, uh, guys, really thank you for joining. Um, I hope you had fun. And uh, I hope to see you uh, on a podcast uh, in the future as well. Thank you too, Mike. Yeah, it was good fun. to have you. And just tell me if you liked it. How was it? It was, it was great to like talk about React Navigation because I spent so much time on it. Like It's like my baby, you know? Yeah, so it was really fun. Yeah, it was. And listening to the uh, what V6 we have to offer, I already can't wait to uh, contact another upgrade <laughs> on my apps. Well, that's so sick. Adam already did, so hopefully he'll help you. Well, uh, I, I guess, guys, we need to uh, publicly invite Adam to the next iteration. Um, Definitely. Because if he already did the up, well, you know, he's the guy, instead of joining the podcast, he's like, I'm just going to upgrade to V6 behind the scenes. Uh, so so <laughs> that's uh, that's a good team, a team role playing uh, Mateusz and Adam on your team. So uh, before, we, before we drop, there is actually one more thing that I uh, almost forgot about. 
you know, as I told you before, I I, uh, I often read, uh, you know, the dogs and the blog uh, of React Navigation, and I've seen uh, this article on sponsorship actually. So I wanted to check, uh, you know, with you like. What's that initiative initiative about, and uh, how are we actually making uh, React Navigation uh, development affordable? So yeah, just wanted to figure, you know, how this is uh, working out for you and uh, the React Navigation community. Well, uh, we recently launched this sponsorship uh, on GitHub. Uh, we got access to GitHub sponsorships, and we created a new page. Unfortunately, we don't have enough sponsorships for now. But uh, we are hoping that we'll get more sponsorships and we'll be able to like even spend more time on React Navigation and improve it even more. So please go to github.com slash React Navigation and sponsor React Navigation. And uh, hopefully the feature you're looking for will be implemented and <laughs> it, will help, it will help your customers even more and it will help you deliver value to your customers. I strongly recommend doing that as well. And guys, um, when we finally meet in the office, when I'm when I'm when I'm not sick, I will personally make you both coffee uh, for all the all the effort on <coughs> Mateusz, you the React Navigation upgrade and <coughs> working on you know various issues with the React Navigation team. I feel like <coughs> I really think that accessibility is very important as well. I'm I'm really happy that you mentioned it. So thumbs up for doing it and. And, and great that it's working out for you and for the React Navigation team. And, and Satya, I, I have to say that ever since we met, you know, for all these years, you've been always working on React Navigation. Like there are people that sometimes may get, you know, uh, bored or burned out with a, with a project or something. And you are still so happy and passionate about React Navigation. I don't know how is it, how this is working out and how this is even possible, but I feel like uh, you deserve this, you know, um, as they say, buy me a beer, so we will handle it after the podcast, I guess. Um, but meanwhile, everybody just visit the sponsorship page, link in the uh, podcast description and do what you have to do. Because if you are not developing React Native for like three, four years, you may not remember how it was before React Navigation. So um, there is a uh, there is a reason for supporting it. <laughs> okay. That wraps it up. Thank you guys once again for joining. Um, and uh, thank you, thanks to everybody for listening. I hope that you learned about React Navigation, that you are excited about it. I recommend you to try it, sponsor the project itself, and see you on the next podcast episode that's going to be about something as exciting as React Navigation as well. Thank you, and to the next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.